Welcome back to Open Doors at St. Lawrence College, the podcast that sheds light on all facets of life within and surrounding UK independent boarding schools by connecting with staff, pupils and parents of St. Lawrence College, an independent co-educational boarding and day school situated in South East England. Each episode we'll be interviewing people within the community, asking questions and spending time to understand more. In this episode, we speak to Alistair Brogdon, Elite Performance Director at St. Lawrence College, And we have four students as well, Tom, Ellen, Chloe and Ollie. We're going to hear about Alistair's own sporting background, his role at the college, the importance of mentoring and off-the-pitch support, and we hear how the skills and lessons they learn on the field can be applied to their everyday lives. So let's step into this conversation so that you can hear from them all right now. Hello there, a huge welcome to everybody. Looking forward to this one because today we're meeting Alastair Brogdon, who is Elite Performance Director at St Lawrence College. Hello there, Alastair. Hi Clive, how are you? Really good, great to meet you. I haven't met an Elite Performance Director before, so really looking forward to asking you a few questions. Alongside Alastair, we've also got some of the pupils he works with. I'm really looking forward to meeting you folks as well. So if you could just tell me who you are, what age you are, and then maybe what sport you you specialise in. Hi, I'm Tom Izzard. Uh, I play hockey and I'm 16 years old. Hi, Tom. Hi, I'm Chloe. I'm 16 and I also play hockey. Good to meet you, Chloe. Hi, I'm Ellen. I'm 16 and I play hockey. Hi, Ellen. Hi, I'm Ollie. I'm 14 and I play cricket. Brilliant. Thanks for being here, Ollie. So, yeah, Alistair, um, for those of us who maybe haven't met you, you're someone with quite an established sporting career. Just tell us a little bit about your background uh, and what you're all about. Yeah, so um, I played hockey for, for a number of years for England and Great Britain. So yeah, I got my first cap in 2009 uh, and played all the way through until 2016. So I accrued around 150 caps for, for my country, uh, which is a pretty incredible um, experience and time doing that. Um, and then, yeah, along that journey, played in some European Championships, World Cups, Commonwealth Games, and then uh, culminating finishing, I retired after the Rio Olympics. Wow, you were at, you were at the Olympics. Fantastic. That must be quite a, quite an honour to, to, to have had a career of, of, of that, sort of, uh, that sort of magnitude. That's impressive stuff. Then after your sporting career in that sort of sense, what then brought you to that, this change in approach and now working at, at St. Lawrence College? Yeah, I think, well... It's I've been going on, went on a similar journey to the to the students that are in the room now, and I think going through that journey myself, I obviously loved that and had a lot of passion for doing that, and had done coaching like in and around my time as an athlete, and I wanted to just kind of I suppose continue a career outside of being an athlete, but supporting those who were still going through that journey, and this gave me that opportunity to do that with a within a hockey capacity, but obviously. We've got Ollie here as well, who's who's a cricketer, um, and other other students and sports at the school as well. But it's I suppose giving back a little bit, so whether that's mentoring, coaching, um, and just helping them along that along that pathway, as others did when uh, when I was competing as well. Right. So you said a, a similar journey there. Does that mean your love and passion for your sport began during your school days? Yeah, I'd probably say so. I mean, I I played hockey from when I was about the age of five, maybe. But played every sport I pretty much could do growing up. And then as time went on, I suppose started to specialise in hockey a little bit more. I I couldn't commit to to everything all at one time. But yeah, I think you you have that playing sport with your friends, whether that's in school or at a club. And yeah, I never lost that. I think 
that's what kept me going and wanted to keep going within within the sport that I did was just that that real enjoyment for it. And how important were the teachers at your school when you were first realising that you had a, a real talent for sport? Yeah, I'd say pretty important. I mean, they're they're the people that um, put a lot of time and effort into into whether it's that particular sport that you're interested in or other sports. So I think yeah, there was there was a few at school, but especially at club as as well. I, I, I did a I did a good amount through school, um, but there was that mixture between the two. So I think it's it's those coaches and teachers and the the people who who put the time and effort in behind the scenes as as well as parents as well, who I suppose are the ones that that really do support you um, through that time. And I think yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, and there's a there's a lot of people that helped me throughout my career to to get to the point that I did do. So during your school days, being supported as you found yourself to be a, a talented sportsman, then through your uh, amazing sporting career, and now bringing it to your role at St Lawrence College, just help me out with this. What does an elite performance director actually do? Tell us a little bit about your role at the college. So obviously, because of my hockey background, there's there's probably a a focus, well, a little bit more of a focus from me in terms of what I can offer with one-on-one support on the pitch with some of our hockey players Um, so there'll be a lot within that capacity and helping the teams um, alongside that. We also do some some gym sessions um, and support our our athletes alongside those sort of things. In terms of mentoring so there'll be that especially going forwards in terms of not just hockey players but but within with all the other athletes who are aspiring um, and have aspirations to get to the top um, within within their sports and it's just it's a it's a holistic look at, at how you can help and support the the pupils or athletes um, however you want to call it um, going forwards um, so yeah it's Yes, there's the on on the pitch side of it, but I think from from what I learned, there's a lot that goes on away from the sporting field that can actually really help you in in developing and growing as a as a person and as an athlete through throughout that journey. And I'd say, yeah, that that's what kind of brought me to the school in terms of being able to help on a more global level with with a lot of the pupils who are who are here. So this part of your work, you, you term mentoring. Tell us a little bit about what's involved in that. What sort of support do you end up giving the children when it comes to that off the pitch support that, that you find so valuable? I'd say a lot of or the, the real change for me in terms of my sporting performance came with working with a sports psychologist and also we had a performance lifestyle advisor when I was um, within the GB programme and that was support came from the English Institute of Sport. So I think it's it's looking at how you can prepare and as well as when you've had a good performance or a bad performance, how you deal with that. So you're always kind of developing and, and progressing as you go forward. So I think the the mentoring, I mean, from a hockey perspective, I've obviously got the expertise within that, but I think within other sports, there are a lot of transferable skills in terms of which help me, which certainly help other other athletes within their sporting career as well. So I think it's just looking at at those those other things and those little minor details and any um, any, I suppose anything that arises throughout throughout their sporting journey that that they want assistance with. That's great to hear that that level of support and that that breadth of support is is being looked at with with your help. Um, I want to have a quick word now with with the pupils that we've got assembled here. I'd like to know, I suppose, a little bit about your chosen sport, uh, what it is that brought you to that sport to be uh, the one that you you excel in. And also, I suppose, what it's like to have the likes of Alistair helping you out there and giving you the support that's helping you to flourish. 
Tom, if you could tell us a little bit about your sport, why you've selected that particular specialism and what it's like to have Alistair's support. Yeah, I started playing hockey when I was like in year two, um, when I first moved here. And then I just kind of carried on playing it from then on. And then having Ali at the schools uh, definitely helped because he's a forward, uh, which is the same position as me. Um, so he's definitely given me some tips on how to uh, improve my game on being a forward. Sure. So that direct experience of actually being in the thick of it is something you really value. Yeah. Uh, Chloe, I know you, we have you with us as well. Tell us a little bit about you and, and the sport that is your specialism and how you find the support that's offered for you there at the school. Yeah, I started playing hockey when I was around four or five. So same as Tom, really. And then, yeah, the one-to-one coaching I have with Mr Brogdon is so helpful because I'm a forward as well. Mm-hmm. So we do, like, different, like, drills and shooting skills and everything so I can really take those things I do with Mr Brogdon in the one-to-one sessions and take them into my training camps that I do outside of school. Brilliant that's great to hear. Ellen how about you what's what's your particular focus what's your specialism and how do you find the support that's on offer? So same with Chloe and Tom really I've played hockey since I was about five six um, but I'm a defence so in my one-on-one sessions we kind of focus more on skills because uh, skills are like really good <laughs> yeah. and he helped me with the aerials and just like refining my skills and it's really helpful and especially with the gym sessions as well so I can just take everything I do outside into Wales and stuff like that. Right what's the best bit of advice that Alistair's ever given you? To not give up if you fail like the first time <laughs> because a lot of the time it does take a lot of practice and just repeating the same thing over and over again until you get it and he's very keen on just keep persevering because sometimes I get my head down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep on going and keep pushing yourself. That sounds like great advice for life in general, doesn't it? Even off the hockey field. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. And now in a room full of hockey players, I know we also have a cricketer. Ollie, tell us a little bit about you and, uh, and where you're at with the support that's available for you at school. Uh, yeah, I've been playing cricket since I've been about six, seven. And I don't really have Ali as much as I do, but I have more Garant Jones and Seth Simmons. So I just get tips off them quite well. And because as Miss Simmons is a a spin bowler, I get quite a lot of tips, just uh, skill-based. With my batting, I usually get Garant just to help me, just front foot and all that stuff. So And I use it outside in Kent and, yeah. Right, so the things you're learning in that school environment are things you take into your, your wider game when you're playing outside the school uh, as part of your sporting career. Yeah. Okay. Alistair, I'd like to return to you, if I may, and just ask, you sound like quite a busy person. You've got all these pupils eager to, to, to benefit from your knowledge. How do you balance school life with the, the club coaching that you're still involved with? Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm quite lucky in the position that I'm in that both um, the school and the, the clubs that I work with um, are, are flexible and accommodating and, and want the best for, for everyone that's involved within that organisation. Um, so yes, there is time management that, that goes into it with whether that will be away at fixtures um, and then having to come back and do training or, or going away with the, with the club in that setting. Um, but I think they they both want um, the best for everyone that's involved there, and being able to develop develop the people who are who are in those um, environments. So, um, 
it's 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 yeah like i said it's it's lucky in terms of the fact that i have a good relationship with with both the people in both those organizations um who just want to keep uh, continually developing and and having success within the environments that they're in that's great everyone seems focused on on wanting to get the best outcomes for the for the players just returning to the the young players we've got with us today could i just ask what your ambition is in sport you all sound like you're talented young sports people i'd like to know what your what your ambition is what your goal is let's start with ellen this time i really want to go to america and do hockey in america and train out there because i know a few people who've gone out there and i've seen it on instagram and just youtube and loads of videos but yeah and then hopefully from there carry on with Welsh women's and then potentially GB one day. That sounds great. So maybe heading for the, the Olympics, other other competitions such as that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Olympics is a long way away at the minute, <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully one day. Excellent stuff. Um, Ollie, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to go for a professional contract for like Kent and maybe proceed to maybe get to England. Okay. And do you think the, the support you're receiving at the moment... Uh, is is helping you in that direction? Yeah, uh, it's getting that like tips on how to like cope with everything and all the pressure. That's good to hear. Tom, how about you? What's your ambition with your sporting career? Probably, hopefully, play for GB one day. Uh, go to the Olympics. Excellent. Well, I hope I hope you make some good progress in that direction. And Chloe, how about you? Um, yeah, it's pretty much the same. Just I'm playing for the under eighteen England team at the moment, so probably just work my way through the under-21 England and GB system and then hopefully into the senior squad for the Olympics. But, yeah. Fantastic. It's great to hear that the vision that you all have in terms of where your sporting career could take you seems quite ambitious and it's, it's good to know that, that Alistair's part of that. Alistair, just returning to you, something I've picked up from chatting to the pupils here is that some of the things they're learning aren't just about sporting techniques on the field. It seems there's a lot more to it than that. Um, in terms of how they deal with pressure, how they deal with disappointment, how they exercise teamwork. Can you give us any insights into that, into how your support and the support of your colleagues helps build that picture in, in young sports people? Yeah, um, I mean, I think within sport, it's not one simple road all the way to the top. Um, I think you can speak to any athlete, whatever it is that they've done, and it's not one simple path to get there. Um, there are going to be challenges, there is going to be a lot of pressure. So in terms of the pressure, that might be internal pressure that you put on yourself to, to reach your goals and aspirations, but it could be external pressure from other coaches or the media, for example. Um, so I think it's getting that understanding um, as early as possible in terms of how you can cope and deal with that. And you you pick those up throughout your career. I think even when I, even when I was finishing, you're still learning more and more about yourself. So I think it's it's trying to get that across to the to the students and get them to understand themselves and how they deal with the pressure, um, so they can keep developing that throughout their career. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I think that's a it's a it's a key facet as as well as Alain said in terms of there are going to be disappointments and setbacks and challenges throughout your career, whether that's injury or whether it's having to do a skill over and over again or putting that skill into a into a game environment and it might not always work on the first few opportunities that you get to try it but I think it is that it's that perseverance and being able to to always look at the challenges or the whether that's a loss or an injury um, and try and see the positives that you can take from it so that you're always progressing um, and going in the right direction. 
Sure. Okay. I'm keen to know how everyone else feels about that, about do the lessons that you learn in a sporting environment help you with the rest of your lives, with the rest of your your school career? Um, Chloe, can I start with you? Do you think there's something you've learned through your sports training that's helped you with the rest of your life? Um, yeah, because hockey's a team game, you learn loads of like communication skills and like leadership qualities. So I'd say that and just being able to talk to loads of people and get on with them well to succeed in the game, really. Sure, important stuff. Ellen, what do you think? What have you learned on the sporting field that you've managed to take um, off into the rest of your life? Similar thing, really, but like teamwork as well, because teamwork's in every aspect of life and it's just... Because you might not always play with the same people. Like You're not going to play with the same people all the time. So just talking with everyone and just figuring out how they play and how they work as a team. Sure, that's valuable stuff. Tom, what do you think? Uh, yeah, pretty similar. And then also mentality, like never to give up and just keep working at it because nothing's going to come uh, easy. So you just have to keep working at it. And that's, I think that's the same as everything in life. Very good stuff. And Ollie, how about you? Uh, yeah, I think the same as Tom, just to never give up on just anything you do. Brilliant. That's something we can all learn from. Alastair, we're nearly at the end of our conversation today. I've, I've certainly learned a lot. If you were going to offer one piece of advice either to a young person who found themselves really, really looking forward to making some progress with their sport or to a parent, perhaps, who, who recognises that sport is something that their child really loves and, and wants to make some progress, what might your advice be? I suppose it can be a little bit twofold. I think having having a goal, so whether that's even just a short-term goal and continually working towards that, I think it's sometimes some of the people in the room have obviously spoke about whether it's Olympics or playing for their country. It can seem a long way away, but if you if you break that down into into smaller segments, it can seem a, a hell of a lot more achievable. But I think one thing for me, and I said it at the start, is is that enjoyment in what you do. Um, I think that that got me through. I say got me through but I mean the the happiness and satisfaction that I got from playing hockey that's what got me out onto the field every day and it's that enjoyment yeah you're doing it with your mates um and 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 a great team um if you're in a, if you're in a team environment but I think that's that's the key thing for me I think just making sure that that they've got the enjoyment from their sport and it's a, it's a great environment for them to be in wonderful that's great to hear I really want to thank our guests today, um, Alastair Brogdon, who is Elite Performance Director at St. Lawrence College, and also our other four guests, the young sports people we have with us, Tom, Chloe, Ellen and Ollie. You've all been really helpful. You've really helped us understand a little bit about the way sport works at St. Lawrence College and particularly about the sort of support that's in place uh, through having um, talented sports people such as Alastair on the team. Thanks so much for joining us today. Cheers, Clive. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You. Cheers. So that was Alistair Brogdon, Elite Performance Director at St. Lawrence College, and Tom, Ellen, Chloe and Ollie. Thank you to all of you for coming on to this episode of the podcast. Now the next episode is going to be released soon. So now is the time to click the follow button on your podcast player so that when the next episode comes out, you get a small notification. That just means that you won't miss it. But look after yourselves in the meantime, and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.